This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Hawke's Bay on 104.7 FM, 1431 AM, streaming on the web, www.radiohawksbay.org.nz. This is a program called Homeopathy with Heidi, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio Heidi back from Thrive Homeopathy in Napier. How are you going, Heidi? I'm very well, Ken. I'm happy to be here, and I'm very excited about today's topic. It just seems like yesterday that we spoke. Can you believe it? What are the months ago? They fly by, they? do they? fly by, yeah. <laughs> Which actually is our topic, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Now, today we're going to talk about phobias, but before we get to that... Just remind our listeners what Thrive Homeopathy is all about. Well, Thrive Homeopathy, um, I came up with the name because I'm a homeopath. I'm mm-hmm. a classical registered homeopath based in Napier. And I yeah, like to help my clients thrive mentally, emotionally, physically. And I do that with this holistic healing modality called homeopathy. Yes. Now, you mentioned that uh, in that little statement there that you're a registered homeopathic yes. uh, practitioner. Can anyone hang a shingle up or... Well, should I say unfortunately or shouldn't I? Um, Yes, in theory, you can study or not, and Mm -hmm. you can call yourself a homeopath. Now, by no means am I saying that someone who isn't a registered homeopath is a bad homeopath. No, on the contrary. But um, I guess it's like with the master trade. If you go to a registered tradesman, you sort of do have the security of a organization um, that checks on the tradespeople that they do have a certain qualification, a certain code of ethics, etc. So if you go to see a registered homeopath and you have any issues or problems, then you can contact the New Zealand Council of Homeopathy mm-hmm. and um, they will assist you and help you and, and try and sort out what, what is going on. We ensure that everyone who is registered has a certain level of qualification, the ongoing annual training, etc., etc. So there are criteria to fulfill in order to register. Now, a visit with you is unlike a visit to a, a regular health professional because you work on a, a holistic approach to uh, your remedies. Tell us about that. Okay, so holistic means we um, look at everything, the mental, the emotional, and the physical aspect. So For the topic today, it's fear of flying. Mm. So if we're looking at that, then the physical would be, so what are the symptoms when you experience this fear? So it might be nausea, Mm. it might be vomiting, it might be diarrhea, it might be trembling, it might be headache. So those would be all the physicals. But then we would also look at your thoughts and address what is going on in your head Mm. and i think that is crucial um to discern which remedy we're going for what are you actually afraid of so people will say i'm afraid of flying but if you start digging deeper one person is actually afraid of heights in general Mm. it's not necessarily flying it's fear of heights Mm. The next person will say, oh, I just get really panicky in crowds. Okay, that's 
completely different. The next person says, I have an issue with not being able to escape, being locked in in, in a very tight space Mm. and I can't get out. Um, The next person will say, I'm always a worry wart and I'm always thinking the worst will happen. There'll be some kind of accident or my suitcase won't arrive and this will happen. I'll miss the plane and I'll be lost and, you know, that kind of fear. The next person will say, I'm petrified. The plane's going to crash. I'm going to die. And the next person will say, well, I'm just very um, sensitive to all kinds of Noises. So every time there's a rumble or a, um, a motion in the plane that I can't identify or certain smells, then that taxes my whole nervous system and I get panicky. So already you're seeing various reasons on your thought patterns sure. that could cause this anxiety. Now, we have mentioned on this program many times that the uh, homeopathic remedies aren't a broad brush approach so uh, you know in many many cases you look at the person's age all of those things that you just talked about their 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 mental capacity all that sort of stuff and i know there's more than four thousand homeopathic (laughs) remedies that you can put your finger on right but there must be also thousands of phobias yeah uh, besides flying how on earth do you sort of a remedy for yeah well for instance a person who might be um scared of being in a confined space might be different to the person who exactly. is um, afraid of heights and they're sitting next to each other. Right. So, so, so how do you work it out? Well, in that case, I would actually explore, so you're afraid of a confined space. Well, let's go back. When did that start? Mm. Was there a situation? And it might be way, way back in childhood when they were, you know, some friends bullied them or played a trick and locked them in a closet mm. and then they were trapped. We might even go there and explore how was that for you 30 years ago, being locked in that closet as a five-year-old. You're like a psychiatrist. (laughs) In a way. (laughs) And the person themselves, they go like, oh my God, I never actually put all that together. I just thought I'm afraid of flying, Mm -hmm. right? So yeah, in that taking that into context, as well as the physical symptoms that they get, with the anxiety, that will narrow it down to what kind of remedy I give. Mm-hmm. So uh, that will be a different remedy to the person who's afraid of heights. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. And again, that that fear of heights can be the the manager, the executive who is striving to be the leader, to be up front, to you know have the wealth, to have the power. And in a subconscious level, there's also a fear of losing your position, of falling. And they might also have dreams of falling and fear of height. So that would be a totally different personality mm-hmm. to another person who's just very timid and, you know, had an accident once and fell and, and is now afraid of heights. So we would explore that as well. Yeah. How do you medicate, is that the right word? Um, or, uh, yeah, how do you medicate for someone, for instance, um, let's just say I go to Auckland on the weekend. Right. And I'm afraid of heights. Uh-huh. And let's just drive up there because I didn't want to fly. Right. Um, and we're walking past the Sky Tower and my buddy says, let's go to the top of the Sky Tower. And I think, geez, I'm afraid of heights. Here we have uh, a confronting moment, an unexpected situation that I've been put in. What would I do? Well, I mean, for those 
simple everyday situations where you don't have time. Yeah. Well, simple is probably yes. the wrong <laughs> word. But um, where you just don't have time to consult a homeopath and go, well, actually, you know, I'm realizing this is a, a scenario. Um, I just recommend Rescue Remedy. Yes. That will definitely just help take the edge off. Mm. And you put that in your water or you sip that as often as you need. There is no way you can overdose. There's no harm done. Any age, just have it. So I always have it in my handbag yeah. for whoever might need it. And that's <laughs> part of your it. homeopathic first aid kit, isn't it? Um, yeah, I give that in addition to the homeopathic because it's not strictly homeopathic. Yes. It's not potentized. So it's not really homeopathy, but um, a great natural emotional support and for that person yes so in a consultation we would explore it i would give him the remedy mm -hmm. in that case um you would take it and you know it's still probably a little bit of discomfort like oh can i do yes. this can i do this and i said don't push yourself too much try a little height and then a higher one and you know eventually get there you, why you know overdo it how quickly did the remedies kick in it can be pretty quick. Um, I had a, or I still have a, a good friend, and she has been on Xanax for years before every flight. And it's quite hilarious because um, when I have to take her to the airport, she's like a, a walking zombie, <laughs> yes. and the family's around sort of pushing and turning her into directions, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's all good, all sweet. And um, that's the only way she can fly. So at one point she goes, oh, Heidi, you know, you with all your little pillules, do you happen to have something? And I go, well, yeah, absolutely. She said, you know what? I'm flying to Auckland. It's a short trip. I'm willing to give it a go. So again, we sat down, we explored what are you afraid of? What um, are your symptoms? I gave her the remedy and we realized that her anticipation will start a few days before the trip. And she's already feeling very um, fearful and has a lot of bowel motions, yes. almost diarrhea before with this anticipation. Yeah. So another thing is that uh, she always does like to sit in, in the aisle seat mm. of a movie theater or close to the exit so she can escape, which obviously in the airplane you can't. So, you know, all of these little factors and a few more I took into consideration. I gave her a remedy, um, Argentum nitricum, and she took one pill two, three days before and on the day of the flight, and she didn't need Xanax. And she said, oh, my God. Mm. I mean, I didn't really enjoy the flight, but I didn't have any problems, and it was fine. And uh, the best thing, I didn't need any Xanax. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was pretty pretty good so how, how do you um not harping on about um you know unexpected moments but there are a lot of people who do have a lot of phobias and i, I don't know anyone that doesn't mm. doesn't like spiders i mean you know most people hate spiders don't they um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised not true um <laughs> really uh, yeah and and in my clinic i actually have a big plastic spider in in my little toy bag for yes. the kids so that is an indication. Some children will freak out or the yeah. parent will freak out when they see that plastic spider and others, it's fine. And that already helps me to decide, okay, what are your fears and why? And, yeah, that's and a great point that you raised because phobias are learned, aren't they? 
Some, yeah, absolutely. Because kids aren't afraid of snakes and kids aren't afraid of spiders no. until they see their parents react. Exactly. And the whole thing with dogs nowadays, oh my gosh, yeah. you know. The, yes. Um, so, yes, yeah, some is learned behavior and some is just the subconsciousness not being able to recognize, understand, and then, yeah, digging deeper and deeper and I'm afraid of this, I'm afraid mm. of that. And I remember... I. Th- as a child, I was afraid of ghosts or something under my bed or something yep. in the closet. And if you can just naturally overcome that, that's fine. That's the normal, healthy state. You know, you've got some fear, overcome it, work through it rationally, and it goes away. But if it doesn't, if it manifests and the phobias start piling up, I think that's when you need some some TLC yes. Yes, and ideally some homeopathy to... Yeah, just address what's going on there. Now, you recently had a big trip to Europe. Mm, and yeah. uh, so you would have gone on a long-haul flight and you obviously knew months ahead of time that you were going. Now, there are some people that once they realize that they're going, they immediately sort of go into a downward spiral of worrying about all those things that you've just yeah. talked about. So when did you start the treatment? Well, um, we have a remedy Lycopodium, which Mm. is a really good remedy for the worry wart, for the person who plans everything into the very last detail. And symptoms would often be around digestion. They might be gassy, bloated, Mm. um, perfectionist, uh, but timid and shy and putting themselves under pressure and just trying to organize everything in this trip. So... For that kind of person, I'd say, you know what, just take a dose now. And I would give it in a higher potency, Mm. a 200, because this is also on the mental emotional plane, not just on the physical. If it's just the physical, then you'd probably go into a 30C. So a single dose, maybe two months before, and every time it starts creeping up you just might take another single pill and would you ramp it up uh, a week before you go so then no, if you think no. oh my god i've got to get on that plane well if it's the same issue yeah we might stick to the remedy and go higher in mm-hmm. the potency um if you need it more often and it's not holding for as long then it's probably not quite the right remedy yeah. I see you've got about 20 pages in front of you there. <laughs> yeah, stuff. there's so many different yeah. um, options. And I also wanted to mention that often it's um, travel sickness, you know, yes, in the plane. I, I get that mm. on the bumpy ride to Wellington mm. almost every time. And it's like, just land this plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah so um, there are various remedies. And there's also a combination remedy for... Um, nausea that has like three four different remedies in it i guess if you don't want to consult the homeopath travel sickness be it on a boat a car a train is your thing well that's the cheap way out try the combo yeah but um other than that i would recommend you just in general come see a homeopath and then it might be it could be petroleum, it could be tobacco, it could be coculus. Yeah. Those are just different remedies that are probably in that combo. Is a motion sickness remedy one of those that might be, we always talk about broad brush, or I always talk about broad brush, and you shoot me down a flame saying it's not like that at all. Um, but um, could motion sickness be, because most people get it, Yeah. 
could that be one remedy that they say, oh, well, yeah, look, this works for just about everyone. Try that. Or is it, again, one of those remedies no. that you come and have a big chat to me and say, this is, this is you, buddy? Yeah, um, it is different mm. because not – yeah, if, if three people are on a boat or in the plane and they get nauseous, um, not each of them will vomit, no. right? Um, they will look different. One will get really sweaty and like my sister-in-law, she actually literally goes green in her <laughs> face. I've never seen anything like it. But as soon as she's on the boat, she'll go green. It's mm. unbelievable. Um, so even with that nausea, there's a difference. You know, the other person will go really pale and not be sweaty. And one person will be nauseous and have a headache. So again, there'd be different remedies for mm. each one, even though they're on the boat, mm-hmm. the same waves, and they're feeling nauseous. Yep. All right. Just about out of time. Um, you've got a thought for the week? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I found this from Luciano Pavarotti. Oh, yeah, I like him. And yeah, he's amazing. And he said, of course I'm afraid. What sane man is not? How true and is that? I thought, yeah, actually... Yeah, and being afraid, that's fine. That doesn't need medicating. But if you can't overcome the fear and it's debilitating or it's keeping you from going on a holiday and visiting family or if it's actually keeping you from flying and sort of enjoying the flight because you're nauseous and you've got diarrhea and all that, well, that is when you might want some support. And I recommend some homeopathic. Why not? Give it a go. Before we come to your song of the week, and I just want to rewind the tape a bit, um, public speaking. Yeah. You know, oh, people yeah. say they would rather die mm. than speak in public. Yes, there's another good remedy. Um, it's called gelsimium, which mm. is jasmine. It's made into a homeopathic remedy, and it's great for anticipation anxiety. Mm. So it could be the fear of flying because you're anticipating this big holiday and is everything going to go right or the the business trip so it could be used for that Mm -hmm. but it could also be for public speaking it could be when you have um, an exam so I give it to students a lot and a key there is that you often have to go to the toilet Mm. but it's not diarrhea it's urination Mm. so it's oh let me do one more one more quick pee (laughs) oh no I've just done it no I got to do another one so that would be an indication for gelsimium Worth a go. And if we want to come and talk to you about uh, our fear of flying or any other fear for that matter or any other condition that a homeopathic remedy might help us with, how do we do that? Well, you can contact me uh, via my website. All my details are there, thrivehomeopathy.co.nz, or you can um, text or call 021-335233. And yeah, and we can do um, a Zoomy as well. Yes, we can Zoom. We can do Google Meets. So you do not have to be in Napier. You can be anywhere in the world. You can be anywhere in New Zealand. Uh, it doesn't matter. Good on you, Heidi. My pleasure as always. You look after yourself, and we'll talk the same time, same place next time. Yeah, and everyone who's uh, planning on flying, who can still afford to fly, yes, <laughs> and even purchase a return ticket. Um, have an amazing holiday, amazing trip with friends and family, and yeah, enjoy the summer.
This programme was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Hawke's Bay, your community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.